Welcome to the New Books Network. Hello. Hello, Hello to Alina Gorban, and welcome <laughs> to the New Books Network. My name is Mel Rosenberg, and uh, I'm the host of the Children's Literature Channel, but today I'm not representing the Children's Literature Channel. Uh, because we are talking about an illustrated book that is not for kids. Um, so, Alina, the uh, let's just uh, show everybody your gorgeous new book. Mm-hmm. And it's called Silence Full Stop. And it yeah. says it's by Karina Shore. But That's we right. know it's by Alina Gorban, and in the first page you say it is. <laughs> so yeah. um, why confuse the world? <laughs> Um, I wanted to give myself some distance uh, when I was writing um, and I actually gave uh, myself this name while I was uh, earning my master's degree in the School of Visual Arts in New York. Um, I was showing my thesis project on the wall and this art director came in and we were introducing ourselves to her and showing our projects and i asked her what does she think about me being a children's book illustrator um and wanting to do a project that's more like that more uh, personal more raw uh, you could say and less for children So um, she said that a good idea would always be to have two websites uh, that showcase two types of work. And then I started to play around with thinking, okay, should I do like a a name for a website, a different name? And, And then I thought maybe I can become this character that will be more fearless and I will think less of what everyone else will think about me. If I'll just give myself this stage name, you know, um, so that's how Karina Shore was born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is there any significance to this uh, pseudonym? Yes. Uh, so Shore is my mother's maiden name, and Karina uh, is uh, kind of sounds like Alina. So I remember when my parents, when I was little, they would watch a lot of uh, movies, uh, World War II movies about spies. And they would always say that it's good to have uh, a name that you will turn around if someone will call you. So I wanted to be a good spy. And I thought, Alina, Karina, almost the same. So if someone will call me Karina, I'll turn around. And (laughs) that's how it got. Um, so I, if somebody up. if somebody calls you Karina, you turn around. Yeah, because definitely. I, I, because I'm going to try that next time we meet. Yeah, of I, course, no problem. I I, I, I should say <laughs> for 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 full disclosure here, um, yeah. that uh, we know each other. Um, yes. I think that you're a terrific human being and illustrator, and um, you've illustrated over twenty children's books. Hmm. And uh, when we started talking about your memoirs, um, I thought it was about your your childhood, and it was an innocent book. And I started reading it, and you're talking about baby uh, baby Karina, and and your and and then it suddenly morphs into something that's not at all a children's book. It's it's a graphic mm-hmm. book, but it's very graphic about your life, particularly as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
um well you know it's like <laughs> i kind of it reminds me uh, how uh, when i was a kid and i loved uh, britney spears or christina aguilera and then they suddenly grew up and had their like very uh i don't know sexy video and <laughs> they suddenly become a grown-up so maybe it's kind of like that uh, i mean it's it's kind of like a joke but you know um I don't know how to write for kids, I think. Um, and I always wanted to just um, not be afraid to say anything. So I think this book is a lot of me being freed from any need to look a certain way, to sound a certain way. Um, it's kind of like I'm very, very loyal to my diaries in this book. Um, it's... Sometimes it's word for word, whatever I wrote when I was 17 or 16. I just translated it to English, uh, but it's very... Ah, um, so, so your diaries are in Russian? No, no, they're in Hebrew. Uh -huh, okay. Hebrew, yeah. But, but, but Russian is sort of your mother tongue? Yes, but unfortunately, I don't know how to write or read in Russian. Only like second grade level, you know, slow, slow. I can I can teach you. Yeah, <laughs> I know how to write and read in Russian. Really? I don't understand, you see, but I can write. Yes, of course. <laughs> Konechna, Konechna. Konechna. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know what the words mean necessarily. Um, yeah. So so a little bit more about about the, the, the process before we, we go into the the, mm -hmm. uh, the book itself. Um, so So you... You say, okay, I'm going to write a book about the most difficult personal things that happened to me. Mm -hmm. oh, which include, do you want to mention a few of the difficult things that happened to you? It's in yeah, your book. I, yes, it's in my book. And it's still weird for me to talk about it. But um, yeah, it's uh, basically everything that surrounds the uh, sexual trauma that I went through when I was very little, seven, six years old. Um, because it happens when I happened when I was very little, the memory of it is very vague. Um, and I think that this is my way of um, internalizing, processing, and finally going through that. Uh, because trauma at a young age causes such a, a vast, amount of symptoms that are very um, kind of, how to say that? They're not very particular. It, 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 and not, it's not like uh, you go through something and then you go into depression or uh, necessarily um, become very manic. It, it can be so many things. I really wanted to understand everything that I went through and to uh, tie it to that the, the source um, when I was little. And I think that helped me to understand how many events in my life revolve around that. Um, so that's about that kind of. <laughs> and, and, and as a teenager, you fell off the beaten path. Yes. Um, the book has uh, a lot of uh, other um traumas that come along with that uh, there's drug use and more sexual traumas and um 
also being just a teenager, having regular, you know, fights with the parents and trying to disconnect from being a child. So it's everything. I think it has, in my opinion, it has uh, some humor uh, as well as darkness. Uh, it's very colorful because I don't think that something very sad needs to be very black and white. Um, so I feel this book represents the way I am in a lot of ways. Maybe it's the dark side, but still very me. <laughs> I don't think it's only the dark side. There's lots yeah, of light. And I think, I think that the fact that, I mean, I know you as a positive, happy, smiling person. And this is yeah. really the way the way that you are today. And yeah. um so you're you deserve and we deserve to get the second book of uh mm -hmm. which which how how really you rehabilitated yourself yeah. after such a difficult uh, childhood. Um and and let's have a look so so be, want to have a look at your book but before that your ability not only to write about this and to and to delve into your into your past in a, in a very authentic way, because the book might be, it says on the, on the cover that it's by Karina, but you just flip a page and it says, these are my memoirs by Alina as I remember them. Maybe mm -hmm. that, that helped you distance yourself. It didn't help me distance myself when I was reading it. And, mm -hmm. and the power of this book with the illustrations is you get sucked into your life. Mm -hmm. I would I was like, wow, I can't, you know, I'm not a I'm not a reader of this genre of graphic novels, but I was sucked in like a vortex. Mm -hmm. You turn one page after another page after another page. So much empathy for this young girl. And um so my my question is, um who who are you writing this book to? Mm -hmm. It's more of a question of who am I writing this book with, I think. And same I, question. Same, same question. question. Yes. Um, I'm. I'm. I have. Uh, so I'll start from the beginning. I'm a very avid diary uh, writer. So I write uh, diaries since I'm very little, and every day, almost every day, since I'm 17, 16. Um, so there is a. I have a an open dialogue with myself in throughout time in a way so um i'm writing this book for myself i'm writing this book with myself in different ages and uh for myself in the future in a way okay. so, so I, constantly... I, I, I had a hunch that you would answer something like this I, <laughs> I, I want to i'm going to question this okay yes. if there is alina at one particular age mm. that you are writing this book for because i think you know when, when i write a book it's for mm. my five-year-old i'm writing it with my five-year-old for my five-year-old trying to make him feel better trying to make me feel better uh and it, if you pick one age alina and, you know, I, I know because I, I think in, in the book you have this depiction of when your father introduces you to the diary, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and um, the drawing. Yeah. Yes. So so um, what age, Alina, are you writing with and for if you had to pick an age? 
I think 17, around 17, yeah, 16. And I, I would suggest that people younger than 17 shouldn't, maybe shouldn't read this book until read they're it. 17. <laughs> maybe not, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, now, so, so now is the fun time. I, I want you to take the book and mm -hmm. show everybody uh, your gorgeous artwork because your alter ego is, is an artist. And, yes. Uh, you call yourself an illustrator, but I call you an artist. I call myself an artist. Ah, sure. Okay, then we're not going to argue about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what should I show? Like pages from the book? Yes. So the page that you're talking about, the spread, is one of my favorite ones. Is where I talk about how my father gave me this beautiful... Um, tool um, of drawing. Um, I really love this page. And what it says here is that my dad offered me a key to a magical place. And this wasn't always will mean the world to me, my everything. And I think that's um, if I would need to introduce my uh, kind of uh, the most um, inner child person most pure being of me that would be this page because um this is how i started but this is how my brain works i process everything through drawing um i started drawing very very early so really it's my one and only language the rest is just uh kind of coming to um the rest, of, the rest, as they say in Russian, is Yeronda. Yeronda, yes. It's, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's whatever. No, but I love words, obviously. So of language, course. language and, and drawing is the same for me. Um, then there is this nice spread uh, that I thought about so many times. Um, this is where I watch uh, this movie uh, in a school activity. We had to watch the Basketball Diaries, uh, which is a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. It's a movie about drug use. And I think that I want to show this because this was um, one of the things that all the school activities about drugs taught me is what drugs I would want to use <laughs> instead of <laughs> how to prevent me from using it. And it was like a, an introductory manual. An introductory manual, manual, exactly. Because I think that a lot of uh, those activities we had as children I, in the 90s, it was so hardcore. It was all the time, every year, a few times a year. They would bring people that were drug users in the past and ha and were in jail. They would bring them to talk to kids and all of this. And it never really, how do you say, uh, it wasn't very um, effective <laughs> because it didn't show um, why people got to that place. It always focused on the thing itself. And I think that was the mistake. And that's why a lot of us, a lot of my generation didn't pay attention to that. It, it, it didn't do anything for preventing drugs. It didn't work uh, because it didn't 
uh, dive into people that had traumas uh, to why self-destruct from the begin with. It just said, okay, this is the bad thing. Uh, um, weed is bad. Alcohol is bad. Know why, know how we got to that place. Just this is a gateway drug. This is not, this is... So it never made any sense. Uh, and I think it contributed to a lot of teenagers start doing drugs because they understood that, um, you know, kids, they smell lies. <laughs> like like but, uh, but, uh, Alina, you ended up doing uh, much harder drugs than the yeah. weed and, and I, alcohol. That's true. That's true. Um, and again, I think that if I would have... Um, um discussion about what would be a good way to show kids how not to use drugs it would be to talk about how people get to a place that they want to do something harmful on themselves um treat the cause not the the problem because there's people that are um you know everything can be done in a certain way uh, you can become an a food addict that doesn't mean that food is bad that means that something is there before that made the, you use food in a bad way so that's one of the i have some kind a, a lot of like little not a lot <laughs> but uh little uh things that i want to say about uh, how society educates uh, in a way that is maybe for someone like me that is more rebellious is not doing anything, <laughs> if that makes sense. But 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 uh, Alina, it's one thing to rebel, and and you yes. had a difficult childhood, and uh, mm -hmm. your parents left the, the Moldova. I'm trying to remember Moldova, yeah, Moldova, and they came to Israel, and you were a young girl, and it was hard to fit in. And you hated mm -hmm. school, and you hated Israel, and you hated your life. Um, mm -hmm. And yet, and, and yet, yet, when I look, when I, when I read the book, there was a, a lot of of, of, of self-empathy of you feeling for this teenage Alina mm -hmm. or Karina. Um, and uh, can you explain this this uh, dichotomy? That there so, is a lot so, of so, sympathy. So, so, no, a, 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 a empathy. Um, mm -hmm. um, on the one hand, uh, this is a very graphic account of mm -hmm. your teenagehood in terms of abuse. Um, but there's so much love on these pages and, 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 and kind right. of a... Um, you talk about it. It's your book, dear. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so... Uh... I think that what you're talking about is kind of um, the the character has a sort of charisma that you you fall in love with the character and you really care and you really want her to feel better and you see how she's just pulling herself down. Um, I don't think that there it's a dichotomy. I think uh, a lot of people that uh, experience the abuse in a young age have to become more attentive to people and maybe extra likable uh, because 
you don't want to get hurt again. So it's almost a survival mechanism. Um, I've read about uh, even like uh, narcissistic disorder on the really far end of that, that, that it can uh, as well erupt after a trauma and you then become more of an observer of uh, human emotion rather than someone who is um, feeling them. Um, and you mimic things um, so you will be protected. So I don't think that I am a narcissist or I mimic human emotion. I definitely feel all of them. But um, I do feel that um, there are situations where I will maybe become more um, quiet, uh, quiet my own voice maybe, um, to not stir things up or to get some kind of an empathy. Um, this is not a tool that I use as a grown-up because I understand that uh, if you're not an honest person, these are the um, there's music Hanukkah music I don't know if it interrupts can't, there no can't hear it great happy, happy Hanukkah to everybody happy yes. Hanukkah I, I, I should say that we're both in Israel and um, we're both in Israel we, we, we might have sirens and we might have sirens dis disappear for a few minutes um, yes. yes I I was uh, so so what I, what I meant is that there's mm -hmm. a lot of love and a lot of through this pain uh, yeah. that and and that you're able to 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 love and and and, and cuddle and 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 um, embrace mm -hmm. this um, miscreant teenager who's mm -hmm. misbehaving all the time and and to do it with love and what breaks my heart is that it's 15 or 20 years yeah after afterwards when you can't uh, turn back the clock yeah exactly but i think i did turn back the clock in a way um by, i feel by, like by, by writing the book by writing it by writing it and definitely um of course taking care of myself because this was very painful to write and a lot of things got um that i thought were asleep <laughs> were awakened your courage is <laughs> unfathomable not not only for the not only for the text for the illustrations and and for the way you're able to 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 see yourself it, it, i find this to be incredible that's it, the power of a diary mel that's the power of a diary uh, I mean, maybe i should start keeping one now right yeah i think everyone should i think that's the way to if you Constantly self-reflect on yourself and your actions. It's a good way to become a better person for sure. But it's also a great way to have a map to your own mind. And isn't that the most amazing thing to understand ourselves? So I feel oh, like this is that, I, you know? I, I, I gave up long ago. <laughs> um, so Alina, now what I want to do is I want to, you know, you are a sought-after illustrator. Uh, you've illustrated 22 children's Thanks. books um, <laughs> and beautiful work. And um, this book is an opus. I mean, there's like hundreds and hundreds of pages, uh, and mm -hmm. they're all illustrated, and they're multi-illustrated. Uh, yeah, it's, it's and, almost and, too much. <laughs> and you worked on this for for. I'm guessing a couple of years. Three. Uh, 
three years. How did you how how did you sell the book? Because um, you know you have to make a living. You you sold this mm-hmm. book. Somebody paid you money. You are yeah. one of the one in the, a million zillion authors who sold mm-hmm. the book. Yeah, uh, that's to, true. <laughs> to a to a traditional publisher. Let's uh, mention uh, Street Noise Books in Brooklyn, yes. uh, who um, had the courage and blessed them for that to um, to publish this amazing book of yours. How did that happen? So it happened like everything else in life in a beautiful, magical way and loads of luck. But of course, luck doesn't happen if you're not ready for it. So <laughs> what I did is I worked hard, very, very hard. Um, I didn't write the book when I sold the book, kind of. Um, I actually self-published a bunch of other comics and uh, went to, um, I was living in New York back then and I went to a lot of comics festivals and uh, in one of the uh, last festivals I I was in because last because then the pandemic happened I met my publisher um, I think that she saw a promo video about uh, another comics that I did and she came to this festival her name is Liz Frances and she's amazing um, she really uh, likes to amplify voices um, that are different. Um, she has a, a great, I think, a great uh, entourage, that's how you would say, of, of authors. Um, that It's all memoirs. Uh, she's very interested only in uh, personal accounts. And um, so that's how she found me. She saw something of mine. She came to this comics festival, wrote me before, we met, she asked me, do you have, do you have something longer uh, that you're working on? And I said, yes, of course I didn't have anything longer I was working on, but I always say yes, <laughs> because I think it's okay. And then reality will build in. Into reality will, ca- will catch up with the fiction. Catch up, exactly. So that's what I did. Um, I think that being an artist is being a little bit of a con ar- artist, just a... <laughs> a tiny bit just enough so i kind of i just said yes and i thought she's gonna watch this yeah no she knows it ah okay she knows it and then we we met and i wrote uh, a shorter script Uh, it was supposed to be also 175 pages long in the middle of the process you know how you always think that editing is erasing things. I added a hundred pages in the middle of the process, <laughs> which is a lot, but I think it was important. I don't even remember the book before it, uh, how it was before. Um, and then I just did it. <laughs> you know, um, this story is not something that I invented. It was uh, because it's my life. It, it was quite easy in a way it was hard to write about but it wasn't easy to write the thing all i had to do is collect all my diaries and and do a bunch of editing and understand how can i tell the story that will uh, lead the reader to the same conclusion that i got to and a lot of things were um especially the ending of it all my conclusions from life were uh, things that i went through through the pandemic there was a lot of uh, uh, introspection happening uh, so 
I think that's that's what wrote that's what wrote the ending to that. Um, and now that I'm writing another, I'm writing another book. Um, again, what I have on my table is a stack of my diaries, and I read through them. I understand what I'm talking about and my sketchbooks. You know, some some things that I write um, just as I walk somewhere. I would sometimes have a sentence that I would want to use. I'll show you a, a, a quick example. For instance, um, this sentence, I really remember where I'm, I'm walking to my studio in Greenpoint in Brooklyn uh, from my house. It's like super freezing. So I'm walking really fast. And then I have this sentence in my head uh, that says adults lie. They lie all the time. <laughs> Maybe they just want to keep all the fun to themselves. When they act like that, how can they expect us to believe them? So this is from this spread uh, where I'm talking about going into the teacher's lounge and seeing all of them smoking, you know, because that's how it was before. Uh, <laughs> and I think that so this sentence just, you know, I was thinking about a story. I don't even remember if it was connected, but it fell into my brain. I wrote it down because I write everything down. I, I'm always afraid it will escape. <laughs> so the, the, the things that I write, they write themselves in a way. All I have to do is pay attention, have a notebook. I really like the, you know, uh, real writing, not, uh, <laughs> not uh, on the keyboard, because I think that does the thinking as well, that uh, just the motion of the hand exactly <laughs> so you understand me um, so that that's how it happened and that's how every book will happen I guess I think that's my writing method that I discovered for myself through this book you know I um all I can say is that this is a a masterpiece and uh, you wow. should win awards for it and mm -hmm. and so the, the question the question begs itself um well are you writing a sequel mm, i mean i have a plan like i'm gonna tell you my plan uh my secret yeah, just, plan. just tell me tell me just nobody, you nobody's listening <laughs> i hope so <laughs> so uh my plan is seven books seven graphic novels um i know what they're gonna be about approximately i don't know the middle i know book one is out book two i'm writing book three i know what it's going to be about and i think i'm not i know my final book uh book four five and six are still a mystery but all of them are life-based um everything is it, it's not like it won't continue exactly the same you're, but you're, you're, all... you're, you're, you're like harry potter dear i'm like harry potter <laughs> let let so, me just have that bank account <laughs> of, the, of uh, J.K. Rowling. Shwaya, shwaya, latla. Shwaya, Exactly. So, so, um, so then I'm, I'm. While we're waiting for your next gorgeous book, I, so I have to ask. Yes. In this book, um, you you're talking about. Your difficult childhood and the, the duplicity of society, mm. and you hate you. It, it, everything I hate, yes. Everything. 
um, <laughs> parents, a um, relative, school, Israel, um, everything, life, um, mm -hmm. everything. Um, but I know you as a positive person, um, yeah. and I I feel for you because. You know, people, Jewish people, we came back to the land of Israel after 2,000 years. But as immigrants, boy, is it difficult to, to settle in. And, and, and you talked about that. And um, But here we are. Um, you spent many years in the States, but here you are back in Israel. Mm -hmm. And uh, life is difficult again. We're in the middle of, of a course. horrific war. Mm -hmm. And um, and your parents um, love you. And you have rehabilitated yourself, and people like me think the world of you. And um, maybe it's time to say it, just a few sentences how you feel today, especially after your book is out. Mm, well, I'm still in the process of uh, healing, in a way, uh, from making this. Uh, I'm going to therapy, I'm go doing therapy on myself in addition um, and just being in the process of um, of writing I think that specifically uh, the war that's happening right now I'm also doing some comics about that that I post on my Instagram account because um, it helps me understand everything as well and um, I feel like if I don't have a comics the short long book or just a little strip i don't know what's happening <laughs> i think it became already a process that is just for me um and everything you said about it uh, of um, me being so positive and and everything i think that it's very important to um you know they they say that it's good to befriend your demons um i think it's it's very important i think it's good to know that the 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 hole that you can fall to is right next to you because then you'll do anything to not go there um and that's kind of my life evolves around that i uh keep myself very healthy. I don't consume news in a crazy 24-hour way. I I work out, I meditate, I write a journal. So, so many things that I do just to be normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, two hours of my morning, you know, go to normalize myself and to <laughs> start. Uh, so, I think that I'm always in a process, in some kind of a process to being better. That's why I can be positive because I'm so aware of the negative. It's never, I don't close my eyes uh, to to bad things. I don't ignore them. Yeah. And then they don't haunt me because I don't ignore them. Well, you, you know what I teach my students because we've discussed that. And what I teach my students about demons is that uh, it's a good thing to um, to find them. It's a good thing to um, acknowledge them. Um, mm -hmm. But the best is actually to recruit them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. To get, to get them to work for you. Exactly. On your side. And I, I think that that's what you've done in a uh, remarkable manner with your new book. And um, so it, 
I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, um, first of all, I'm going to repeat myself. I'm here with Alina Gorban, uh, who's written a book with a pseudonym, uh, Karina Shore. Mm -hmm. The book is mm -hmm. called Silence Full Stop. It isn't full stop, though. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's the first <laughs> book of many. And uh, it's published with a great courage um, by Street Noise Books in Brooklyn. And uh, the um, the chief award for courage goes to you, Alina, for, <laughs> for touching us so deeply in such a courageous and frank manner with your words and your and your graphic graphic art, uh, which Thank is you. which is splendid. Um, now, is there anything I haven't asked you? Mm, no, I think maybe you didn't ask me what I'm gonna write about next. <laughs> Are you going to tell me? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, should I? Shouldn't I? Oh, you absolutely I should because you've already, you know, like when well, you throw the tennis ball up in the air, somebody's going to smash it. I threw it. the tennis ball, you know. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. Yeah. And somebody, <laughs> and it, sh it should be you, yes. So I think that you said before that I wrote about a lot of things that I hated in this book, and I showed a lot of my anger and uh, uh, fury, <laughs> maybe. And now I'm I'm writing a lot about love and everything that's so complicated in that. Um, so I hope that I will have the same success in being courageous, because now I do have kind of a um, this uh, feeling of people are reading my diary in a way. So and looking uh, at the pictures and looking at the pictures, it's a little bit stressful. And I'm happy that I started writing it before the book came out because uh, maybe it would. It, it's more, you know, um, it's less stressful that way because I already started. But uh, it's very weird to write something that you do so alone this process is so so lonely um you know 12 hours 10 hours a day of drawing alone in the room not talking to anyone uh, it's then giving it to someone and they read it it's very very strange i'm very not used to that so i hope the next one will be as good who knows <laughs> um well very often when I interview authors, uh, they wish for themselves that no matter how good their current book is, their next one is going to be better. Yes. Uh, I don't know how your next can be better. Your, this current one is wonderful. Um, <laughs> I, w I was blown away. I was like, my goodness. Um, and uh, so I, I recommend people just to go out and buy this wonderful book. Um, and uh, Alina, we can't, uh, the world cannot wait to see uh, what your next uh, courageous, uh, courageous Seven book is going to be? <laughs> well, we'll take it yeah. at my age. My late yeah. mother used to say, um, "I don't buy green bananas." Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not sure that I'll make it for book number seven, but uh, I certainly. I hope like I'll to... make it to, <laughs> to book number seven. <laughs> I certainly would like to interview you when your next book comes out. No problem. It's a date. So, so Alina Gorban, this was wonderful. Celebrating thank your you. new book. Your new thank book you, is called you. Silence Full Stop. And uh, I hope that uh, your voice will 
can be heard around the world. It reminds me of the Sounds of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel, uh, mm, which uh, certainly be became a uh, a very popular song and still rings after mm, my goodness over sixty years. Uh, and I'm hoping years. I'm hoping the same will happen with your wonderful book. Thank you and, so much. Um, That's the best uh, and, and, wish. And, 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 best. and to all the people who don't know you. All I can say is you guys are missing out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, your positivity, your smile, uh, your warmth is, is infectious. And, um, Thank you. And uh, it was great interviewing you. Thank you. Uh, did, you did you have a good time? I had a good time. I have no idea if I said everything very coherently, but I really hope so. I think I think you were too too co much too coherent. For example, yeah, amazing. <laughs> okay, Thank dear. You. So uh, I will see you in a week and a half, and the rest yeah. of the world will just have to run out and buy your book to get a yes slice of your marvelous life. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm Mel Rosenberg for the New Books Network. Yes. Almost forgot. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.